on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank roll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we have Q&AF. That's where uh, you submit the questions. Where do they submit them, bro? Guys, email those questions into askandy at andyforsella.com. Yeah, and send me your questions, as long as they're good. They have to be good. Yeah. Uh, and then we answer them. That's Q&AF. That's what that stands for. Q and uh, answer, and don't send me stupid fucking questions. Uh, second show, we have CTI sometimes. That's Cruise the Internet. That's where we throw topics up on the, on the screen. We talk about them. We break them down. We talk about the problem. We talk about how we can be a solution to the problem. Then we have real talk. Real talk is four to fucking 20 minutes of me just talking shit. That's what it is. Uh, usually, it's going to help you a lot. Uh, then we have full-length episodes, which is where we get in deep with uh, you know some interesting, successful, kick-ass dudes and uh, women, and, and we talk about things, and we figure out how you could be the same. That's what we do here. So the whole goal of this show is to uh, solve the world's problems by becoming the best version of self, and we do that in our own special, unique way. Uh, that you either love or fucking hate. And that's the that's the that's how we do it here. So with that being said, uh DJ, what's up, dude? What's going on, brother? Oh, uh, you know. What you got there? Uh well, you know, I don't run ads on the show, so I'm not allowed to talk about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got I got yelled at. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't run ads on the show. <laughs> so I can't talk about what I'm drinking here. But I think y'all know what it is. What is it? Starts with a, 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 a B, doesn't it? It starts with a fucking one, and it ends with a fucking P, and it's orange. I thought it was the best motherfucking shit on the earth. That is what it is. Yeah. It's it's you know like dude, here's the deal. It's so good, I don't even have to do an ad for it. <laughs> so we'll stay ad free. You know what the fuck it is? Yeah, <laughs> that's right here though. Yeah, punch your mom. Don't look since at it. Twenty twenty two. Don't fucking look at it. Don't look at it. Crop that shit out of the video. <laughs> hey, just so you know, good news. Uh, we're starting very soon putting all of our episodes up on YouTube. Yeah. There we go. Full length. All the, all, the, the whole thing, unedited. No more just clips. You should put a blur over the fucking... Yeah. Just blur, blur out the... Uh, <laughs> make sure you blur out my... Uh, the, the unmentionable. <laughs> all right. What you got, dude? Hey, man, we got some good we ones got some for questions. you. People, yeah, got, people don't give a fuck about our banner, bro. They say, get right to it. Hey, well, let's get to well, it, bro. Fucking quit fucking off. Yeah. Bro, laying quick, the whole show. You see that Russia shit? The fucking oil shit, Oh, though? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's mix some of that into this yeah. shit. Um, Why not? Russia decided to cut off the supply of fucking fuel to all of Germany completely. Europe, too. Well, the the... The dragging effect of that is going to spread all through Europe. Yeah. And for those of you in Europe, this is very bad news. And for those of you in America, this is also very bad news because we have a government that thinks it's a good idea to convert everything over to fucking electric so that they can control everything uh, and shut down all of our fuel systems, even though our infrastructure isn't suited for it. And uh, basically, fuck you guys for the next fucking seven years in poverty while they fucking build out the supportive infrastructure. So, and remember, the supportive infrastructure of, of green energy is designed so that they can flip it on and flip it off however they deem necessary. Right. It's nothing about the environment. 
So, it uh, looks like things are going to get fucking weird. So, um, if I were you, I would prepare myself for some chaos. I personally believe the next two years are not going to get better. I think they're going to get a lot fucking harder. Mm. Uh, a lot of people think this election in November is going to change shit. I mean, it, it it's going to help. Uh, but, you know, the damage is being done unless the military or unless people step in and fucking stop it. Uh, it's going to continue to happen. And their goal, remember, as we've talked on the show many times, is to eliminate the middle class. Yeah. And they're trying to push the middle class into poverty and dependence so that they can control the whole situation. And a lot of people still think this is about the environment. They still think it's about COVID. And they still think it's about whatever, bro. And they're going to watch their whole lives just fucking melt away. Yeah. And uh, it's sad. Yeah. It's sad, man. Dude, I, th- I think that's important because a lot of people don't understand that like most of, I'll be honest, most of the damage that, they have done has been in hiding has been in secrecy has been in fucking subversion you know what i'm saying like they have accomplished a lot even in the four years that trump was in there where it seems like it was winning but they're setting up these fucking chess pieces they're setting up the board the whole time they don't yeah. have to be in and, control and look to have control look 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 53 of the fucking population here in the united states doesn't pay income tax right and then, but then they blame the people who do pay for not paying enough right it's all listen this is all bullshit Okay, and until people realize that, like, it doesn't matter if you're left or right, if you're black or white, if you're fucking gay or straight or whatever, their goal is to fucking crush us. And when I say us, you can hate me all you want, dude, but we're in the same bucket. Like, the whole trick here is to convince everybody on the ground that we're all against each other while they fucking rape us and take everything from us and force our lives into a, a very painful existence of poverty meaningless yeah and fucking disruption and constant drama and constant chaos like dude i did a story last night on my instagram i was sitting out by my fire and you know like it's uh i believe it's like suicide awareness month i I thought i saw a post of suicide awareness and somebody made a pretty touching caption and 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 i started thinking i'm like you know it's kind of like what i said on yesterday's show like bro we're not meant to stare at these screens for fucking six seven eight hours a day like that's take the information off the screen like just imagine it wasn't on there and you're just walking around staring at something with nothing on it Mm -hmm. like that's what like that's how your dogs see it right like your dogs see like you giving and that's how your kids see it too by the Mm -hmm. way they see you giving more attention to this piece of fucking plastic than you do to them yeah you know and um as I've been going through this detox of, of my, uh, uh, of the, uh, antidepressant medication that I was on, um, one of the things that's like been hurting me the most is like when I look at my fucking dogs and I see them and they're fucking eight years old, they're going to be nine. And then I think back all the time that I spent staring at that fucking phone mm-hmm. and not fucking, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I think a lot of people are going to have that regret. I already have it. Like I still have my dogs. So I'm trying to do better, you know, but like, we're all going to have that regret when we're old about everything. Yeah. If we don't fucking fix our behavior. What, 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 give us some, like, what, what do you think are some easy steps that people could just be taking right now to start weaning off of the fucking phones? You know what I'm saying? Like, look, man, I, I don't know that it's weaning off the phone. I think that, you, you know, the technology is amazing. Yeah. Right? It, there's so many good things about it. Like, I don't want to sit here and say like, this is bullshit technology because right. Bro, I fucking use it. Right. You know, I use it in business. Uh, everybody out there listening uses it either uh, to buy things or to meet people or to connect. There's a lot of amazing things. The problem is, is whenever they started realizing that it was more than just amazing things, and, and it may have been designed that way from the start. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, now a lot of people are enslaved by it. Yeah. You know, and the abuse that goes on online, the bullying that goes on online, uh, the fucking cancel culture shit. Like, bro, there's people out there that, that fucking, you know, uh, get attacked and, bro, they shut their shit down and they fucking just quit in life. Mm-hmm. And, like, bro, this, this culture that we have going on, whether it be left to right or right to left or fucking groups of people versus anybody yeah. of jumping on and fucking wishing the worst. Like, bro, we're just, it's just accelerating the decline of society. And um, I think it's not about like eliminating, yeah. you know, it's not about eliminating t- the technology. But I think more so for your personal health, it's about controlling the shit in your real life. Like people have forgotten, like you have a real life, dude. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just on social, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, you know, eating the proper foods, uh, drinking enough water, you know, moving, all of these things are, are sort of getting lost because, I mean, bro, look at these kids that are fucking like, you know, between the ages of 20 and 30, dude. like. Most of them are, are, are like what you would look at someone who back in my day you would call like a tech nerd or a computer nerd, right? Who sits on a fucking computer until five o'clock in the morning, except now, you know, it's, it's video games and energy drinks and fucking cigarettes or weed and all this shit all night long. People sleep till fucking whatever, you know, like, yeah. you know, it, it's yeah. just, it's just a degradation of actual standards. And I think that it's important for you to remember that your whole life is happening right now. Like, it's not happening later. It's not happening five years from now. It's happening now, you know? And, um, you know, I think technology, it, it, I think there's going to be a lot of people, bro, in life who are, you know, they're going to get sick or they're going to get, they're going to get fucked up or something's going to happen to them. And they're going to be like, fuck, dude, I wasted fucking 10 years on that motherfucking phone. Mm-hmm. So that's right. I just saw this quote today. It was like, you know, 10 years ago, we used to use the internet to escape reality. And now we're using reality to escape the internet. Yeah. You know, it's like, I mean. Yeah. But dude, that, that, like the, the guys who are running the show, this is just like big, big, uh, big pharma and big food. You know, they're doing everything possible to keep your attention. Yeah. They're doing everything possible to get you to pay attention. Like this is like with the, with, with big food where they put fucking addictive chemicals in their food. Like that, th- this is all about greed. This is all about control. This is all about profit. And it has nothing to do with freedom or personal excellence or getting better in life or improving. And I hope that you recognize that there's a place for your social media, but it certainly isn't your fucking life. Right. You know? Right. And I think more and more people are coming to that. Conclusion. Oh, for sure. For sure. And the, and the people who, who aren't just yet, they will be because the thing is, bro, it creates this, this massive false sense of confidence. When you get, you believe your life is this fucking social media platform, it creates a massive false sense of reality and confidence. And, and that, 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 in well, yeah, dude. I mean, people. like, look at the way some of these people walk around in life. Like, you know, they, you, they've got some followers on the internet and they walk around like they're fucking, you know, and it's like, bro, like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> right. You know, and it's right. weird. And it's always the people who aren't truly famous who, who, who act like that. Yeah. All the truly famous people that are like internet, quote, internet famous, they're actually famous. Jocko, Goggins, these fucking dudes. Like these are the humblest, most humble fucking dudes ever. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just, it's weird because like the wannabe stars are the fucking ones with the attitude and the actual stars are pretty fucking humble. Pretty true. Yeah. But that's yeah, what man. I found to be. But anyhow, um, let's make some people better. 
yeah, let's do that. That's the point of the show, you know. But you guys, uh, real, real, real talk. I think it's important for you guys to like truly think how bad could it get in the next two years, and then what happens if you know, I don't know, they don't allow another election. You know, there's a lot of weird shit going on. Dude. The mat, the mask of the communist agenda is coming off. That's what people don't understand. Like it's coming off right now. You know, when Biden gets up there and gives a speech where he looks like fucking Hitler. Right. And they've drenched it in red and all this shit. People are like, holy shit, what the fuck? Well, dude, that's for the history books. Right. That's for the history books. Okay. Like, Are you should. When Saki had that fucking hat on? Hold on, bro. You should believe that. Yeah. Like, that is not them being incompetent. That is not them being, you know, the next day in his questions, he's like, I don't want any. MAGA Republicans. I don't have any problem with them. No, that's the cover up so we don't revolt mm-hmm. right now. That's the softening up. It's just like when Biden was out in uh, Belgium and he said, we need to fucking remove Vladimir Putin from power. Oh, I didn't say that. Yeah, the White House came out the next day and buffered it out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because people here didn't want a fucking war. And the shit he's saying, that's the real shit. Mm-hmm. Like what you, if you don't believe that, you're, you're buying into their agenda. So their agenda is to say the real thing, then pull back a little bit, pretend like they went a little overboard. But I'm telling you, like we have a genocide brewing right now. And that genocide is going to be on fucking patriotic American fucking men yeah. and women and children. It's going to be people that it's going to be people that do not want to give up the idea of freedom. You know, yeah, and that, that, that's how I took when he when he walked back that fucking MAGA threat thing because well, how I took it he was like, oh, that no, I don't, I don't think they're a threat at all. I think that was like an arrogant statement of him showing is like, hey, yeah, like no, we will deal with them. They're not threats. We're not afraid of them. You yeah, know that's another way to see it. That's how I mean. I, that's kind of how I took it. I don't know, but definitely interesting times. Yeah, for sure. So, so well, what we got, man? <clears throat> got three good ones for you, brother. Okay. Let's knock these out. Andy, question number one. Uh, you've talked before about the ladder analogy when it comes to success, right? There's people above you and there's people below you. My question is, when you are leveling up and climbing that ladder, my first part is, how do you assess your level internally as far as where you are on that ladder? And then two, who really assesses it from the outside externally? What are your thoughts on that? I'm, I'm having problems understanding the context of the question on that. So, like, so you're climbing up the success ladder, uh-huh. right? Yeah, like we talked about on the Ed Milet podcast. Right, yeah. right. There's people above you, people below you. How do you assess where you are on that ladder internally? Well, you don't need to worry about who's below you at all, mm-hmm. other than reaching down to pick up the, pick up the ones that you, you decide you want to help. Um, but it's the ones above you that you got to worry about. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, I don't think that assessing where you are in the scheme of things is really that relevant. You know, the truth of the matter is, as long as you keep going and you keep working and you keep working, you get better and you keep improving, you're going to end up in a better spot than you were today. Uh, that's, that's really all we can control, right? Mm-hmm. And along the way, you know, you understand, you start to understand the code of how it works. And the code of how it works in success is um, the only people that get to a certain level are the people that everybody gets along with and that they help each other and that they understand, like, we're, we're going to fucking do each other solids to help each other out. And that's the culture of ultra successful people. People have the wrong idea. They think it's like all this 
you know, disruption or fucking sabotage or this or that. So pull this guy down. Yeah, and yeah. they're going to get ahead. And that's not reality. That's not how it works. At the higher levels, that's how it works at the low levels. Mm-hmm. Like in the low, like I ain't like I haven't accomplished anything yet. People think the way to get ahead is to like sabotage and talk shit mm-hmm. and all the shit. But notice that none of those people ever get b- above that level. They never do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you have to realize that the majority of people recognize that kind of behavior as like not something they want to support. You know, I see business owners who go on the internet every fucking day and talk shit about all their competitors. Like, bro, that's a terrible strategy especially when your competitors make better products than you or have been doing things longer than you or are more powerful than you. There's a lot of reasons why you don't do that because, dude, what happens is the people who are watching you, they look at what, and nobody ever thinks this happens, but this is exactly what happens. There you have them, and then you start talking about someone else. And what you do is you take them and they start looking at this other person. And then they start this process of evaluation. You know, everybody likes to think their word means everything. That's not true. Mm. So when you, when you attack someone and you're in business and you go to attack a competitive company or, or competitor, right? What happens is, is the people who are now exclusively looking at you are now looking at your competitor and you, and they're evaluating. Is this guy full of shit or is this guy that he's talking shit about full of shit? And if you talk shit on a company that does things better than you, what ends up happening is your customers end up leaving and going with them. Mm-hmm. So that's why like, if you're doing the right things, if you're building the right shit, if you're executing properly, um, you will move up the ladder. You don't have to worry about a strategy of this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're at the bottom and you continue to run your mouth and go on the internet and act like a bottom feeder, you're gonna stay a bottom feeder. Mm-hmm. That's just how the fuck it works. What episode was that I did with them by let? What is it? 104. Episode 104 in Real AF. I go back and listen to it because Ed and I have a really good conversation of how this system works that we're talking about here. Um, and it's a valuable podcast top to bottom anyway. But the truth of the matter is, dude, is like when you help people win, you win, right? And when you help people win that are better than you, guess what they do? They fucking help you win. And that's how everybody wins. So the winners will rise together. And the, and the people who chirp and talk and this and that, who are too dumb to understand what I just explained, they will continue to give their business away by directing it to other people. It's free marketing. Yeah, it's yeah. 100%. 100%, dude. That's why, like, when people say, oh, I'm getting fucking attacked or I'm getting this or that or this, good. Right. Good. More eyes on you. Yeah. And it's more of a chance to prove yourself to what you do fucking good and well and right. And you, the chances are... You're going to pull a percentage of those people onto your shit. Mm. That's reality. That's how the fucking game works. So, you know, that's why I always say the power of intent, bro. Mm. That's why I always, because it lines up with reality. It lines up with our actions. Like when you're a, let's just say you're 20 years up the ladder, right? And you're a successful person and you see someone that's two years or three years up the ladder. It's very easy to take them from three years to 10 years. Like with just a fucking couple conversations and some direction, you know, and people will do that. Like for me, I do that all the time for people who I don't even know, who don't pay me, who I'm just interested in helping because I believe they're doing good work and I believe they represent what is right when it comes to building things. And that happens to bro, all my friends, everybody I know that's at that, that's at a success, like at my level or above, they all operate that way. 
So the best thing you can do, bro, is to support people and build relationships in a positive way. And that'll, that'll help you. And then obviously, you know, all the other stuff, make good products, uh, or if you're a service, provide good service, um, be who you say you are in terms of, you know, trying to be the best that you can be. And, uh, guess what? Sometimes you're going to fuck shit up. And then what do you do? You make adjustments and you keep fucking moving. And that's reality. So, um, I wouldn't concern myself too much with where I'm at on the ladder. I would concern myself with doing the things, taking the actions necessary to improve my status on the fucking scale, right? It's the same thing with like losing weight. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what does it matter where you are right now? Like, what does it matter if you're 500 pounds right now? You can make the decision today, right this second, to change your entire life. It doesn't mean, like, dude, if you make the decision to change everything today, you are no longer that person that you were yesterday or the day before. Now, you may look in the mirror and see someone, but you have to understand that that product is the product that that old person produced. This new person that you're working to become is going to produce an entirely different product. And that just takes time. And see, what happens is the, re the, re the physical showing of what you have doesn't line up with what's in your brain and people just quit. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, if you give time enough of, enough of a chance to catch up, you will see all of these things. You know, you start reforming your behaviors. You start treating people different. You treat yourself better. You eat better. You move. You do these things. If you do that for one fucking day, today, and you get through the day with that, you are no longer that person you were yesterday. You have to, you have to let go of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because people have these ideas, like, you know, uh, they hang on to identities that aren't necessarily the truth. You know, a lot of people do this with victim stuff. Or mistakes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah dude, yeah. like you fucked up, you did something really bad, or, uh, you know, you had something bad happen to you 20 years ago or fucking yesterday. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that that becomes this identity that we continue to repeat and we continue to think about. Oh, dude, you know what? I'm just a fuck up. I'm just a fuck up. I'm just a fuck up. I just fuck shit up. I can't do anything right. Well, dude, the way the universe works is that when you put that shit out there, the universe fucking confirms it. So if you think that of yourself and you have these, these cycles of, 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 you know, derogatory uh, or negative talk and you're putting that out in the world. Self-talk. Yeah. yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. The world's going to create that for you in a real way. Mm -hmm. So like, it's very important that you guys understand, like, see, dude, the problem is most people just don't understand the game. They just don't understand how it works. You know, they're thrown in a, in, in a fucking football game without understanding any of the rules. You don't know what the fuck it is. Mm -hmm. And so while they're busy up looking up the scoreboard, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, somebody destroys them. You know what I mean? And so like, dude, and that happens over and over and over again until you understand what the rules are. Right. And, and, and so, dude, the rules are very simple. You do the right thing. When you fuck up, you fix it. You keep fucking moving. You don't fucking quit. You put good shit in your brain. You put good shit in your body. You read good shit. You limit the negative shit as much as possible. And regardless of what happens, you keep moving. This is something that if you've completed a Live Hard program, you will start to learn naturally. Okay? And the Live Hard program is a free program that I've built on mental toughness. toughness. You can read it. Uh, it's free. Like most of my shit. Uh, it's episode 208. So go listen to that episode. That will help you get on the right fucking track to doing all these things and making those who you are. Love it. Guys, question number two, Andy. 
do you find that people who can operate in chaos, uh, in and through chaos, get further than people who can't? Oh, yeah. I ask this because I feel like everything has to be in line and very strategic when making critical changes in directions. For me, I find it difficult to make sound decisions in times of chaos. And what can I do to work on this? All right, dude. First of all, what you asked, that's a tremendously amazing question. Uh, the people who can move through and continue to execute when shit's hard are the people that ultimately win, like big, okay? Your whole fucking life could be falling apart. Like your fucking relationship, your f whatever, it doesn't matter. But if you're continuing to execute on your critical tasks of, of life, okay, and you're continuing to get better, even on the days where it seems like everything's fucked, you, you, you can't be stopped then. That's what people don't understand. Like the only reason that these bad storms in life stop people is because they quit. It's not because the storm stops them or anybody else stops them. You and me and everybody else, we are actually fucking unstoppable as long as we execute. That's the truth. Nobody can fucking stop you. Nobody can fucking, you know, can people slow you down? Maybe for a day, okay? They can fuck with you. They can make shit hard. Uh, people will quit on you. People will leave you. People will abandon you. And you will have hard days. That's reality. But if you, let's just say, if you continue to execute on those days, how, how, you're not going to slow down. Your right. progress doesn't slow down. It just feels like it's slowing down because there's chaos going on. Whereas you're competing against most people who, when times get hard, they throw their fucking diet out the window. They throw, bro, that shit doesn't matter right now. That shit, you know, I got Survival. other shit to worry about. Yeah. And then they go off for yeah. fucking six months telling them the same story of how, you know, uh, well, you know, I got off track because of this and this and this. Well, dude, you chose that. You chose to abandon those, those, you chose to abandon that progress that you were, that you were making. Had you not abandoned that progress in a very practical, real way, you'd still be further along, even with the chaos that's going on in your life. So one of the biggest things that any of you can do is to develop enough discipline to execute on your critical tasks every single day, no matter what the fuck is going on, no matter what. And if you do that, dude, you are at a massive strategic advantage over anybody else. Because other people, when they have bad days, they don't execute. And, and usually when they don't, when they don't execute for a day, that leads into a week and a week leads into six months. And then they, they, you know, we see it, mm -hmm. right? How many of your friends do you see this happen to? They get in shape, something happens. Uh, they go through a divorce, they get in a fucking accident. Uh, they get fired or they lose something. And then you see them in six months and they look like total fucking shit. Okay. Well, there, you know, obviously we all have empathetic hearts and we fucking feel bad for people, right? Like, damn, dude, that sucks. But the reality is, had that person been still drinking their water, still doing their movement, still staying on plan with their diet, um, they would have continued to move forward. And not only would they have maintained where they were, they'd actually be in a better physical and mental place than they were when all this fucking storm started. So that's, that's why, you know, I, that, guys, this is why I give these tools to you for free. Okay, the power list. Uh, you can listen to it on episode 16. You don't need to buy the journal. I sell the journal on my website. You don't fucking need it. I don't even fucking use it. I use a fucking notebook that I've used since 2000 fucking two. Okay, they don't even make the pages for it anymore. I had to like buy like, I have to like search the internet to find these bulk. 
You're on eBay now. Yes. <laughs> no, no shit, dude. For real. So like, dude, this isn't about selling you motherfuckers anything, bro. I got plenty of businesses. I'm not worried about money. Use it for free. If you want to use it, buy it. It's awesome. It's a fucking high quality planner. A lot of people like to buy them, fill them out, stack them up, mm-hmm. and, sh- and you can physically see like how much winning you're doing. I think that's badass. Um, but if you go listen to episode 16, I give the system away. If you go listen to episode 80, I give away the Live Hard system. If you go listen to episode 208, I give away the 75 Heart and the Live Hard system for free. These things, guys, are the tools that I use. Mm. Like when I talk about developing the discipline to push through the hard times, like, bro, like I talked about on yesterday's show, um, you know, this has been, this last 60 days has been one of the hardest times of my life just because of the withdrawals I've been having from the medicine that I stopped taking. Yeah. And, you know, but dude, guess what? My shit's getting done. Mm-hmm. Like my shit gets done every day. Um, sometimes it's, it's harder than others, but it's getting done. And that's a result of me putting in that work for the last three years. People are like, oh, bro, 75 hard's a challenge. I did it once. No, that ain't enough, bro. This is a fucking constant progressive process that you're one, you're, you want to test yourself and fine tune your discipline over the course of your life. That's why I get upset when people say, oh, it's a challenge. No, it's a fucking program. You put yourself through it. To, when you first start, you put yourself through it to gain discipline. Mm-hmm. As you gain discipline, you have to continue to put yourself through these things so that you can keep it. That, it's a perishable skill. Just like you train with weapons. Mm-hmm. What happens if you don't train for a year? You get shitty. <laughs> fast, right? Really fast. Yeah. yeah. So... It's a perishable skill, bro. Discipline is a perishable skill. Just like your fucking muscles are a perishable skill. Like if you, you can look like Zeus, but you don't train for a year, you ain't going to look like Zeus no more. Right. That's how you got to think about your discipline, and your mental skills, you know, your grit, your fortitude, your mental toughness overall, um, your ability to endure, your, your, your ability to not react. Like these things, when you start taking pride, like, dude, for me, you know, um, I have a very, I've traditionally, like I'm just high strung and I'm wired fucking hot, bro. Like my temper is fucking on, you know, and and bro, there was, there's been times where that's been useful, but for the most part of my life, it's one of the biggest regrets that I have. And it's something that I'm ashamed of, you know, that I've let, because like, bro, there's lots of people who have, who have had interactions with me where I've lost my shit. And like, dude, I still think about those things. So if you're listening, I hope you realize that I've changed a whole lot since those times. Um, But, you know, just wanting to get in control of these things, once you start seeing them as a discipline and then you fail on it, you feel differently than like, oh, I just lost my shit. No, you're like, fuck, dude. Because I take pride in my discipline. You know what I'm saying? It becomes this personal thing. Yeah, dude. So I'm like, fuck. I shouldn't have fucking done that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and, and that's okay. We all go through these things, by the way. Like, like, if you're listening to this, you're like feeling what I'm saying, bro, that's okay. That means you're getting better because you're recognizing the faults in yourself. Coming aware of it. Yeah. yeah. And let's so become aware and then work to, to move away because, dude, just like this fucking uh, medicine, this antidepressant I was taking for 10 fucking years, it's going to take a minute to get out of my system. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about the things you don't like about yourself, all that is is a decision that you need to make right now to work on and start. And the next time you fucking do it, you fucking catch yourself and you say, fuck, okay, make it right, move on. 
And, you know, eventually those times between those lapses of whatever it is for you, mm-hmm. whatever the things you don't like is for you, the time between those lapses will get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then eventually it'll be years. Like, dude, for me, bro, I used to drink whiskey every fucking night. Every night. Okay. Uh, you don't get the 350 pounds without fucking drinking heavily. Yeah. All right. And bro, from the time I was probably 19 until I was, well, 2017, however the fuck old I was then, um, which was nearly 40, I fucking drank whiskey a lot, like heavy. And uh, I used to take pride, pride in it. Like, oh, I fucking drink. Dude, if you go back and listen to MSCO shows from back in the day, I talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, a uh, big whiskey company offered me a contract for the fucking show. And I said, no, because I don't drink your shit. Well, bro, I only had a whiskey drink since 2017. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. if, you know, like now, like I look back and I'm like, and it's funny because everybody keeps sending me whiskey. <laughs> right. like, like that's why, that's why when you go up in the, in my office, yeah. there's 20 bottles of fucking whiskey. And that, this ain't no like fucking, like, no, this, this is all, and I, pre- look, 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 bro, I, I appreciate yeah. the gesture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, if you go home, like my bar at home, it's all fucking whiskey. All whiskey. And I didn't buy any of that. Right. That's just people. That's how much of a part of it it was. It was a part of me so much that fucking everybody that knew me knew that. They, where they send that to me as the gift. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And eventually I got to a point where I don't do that anymore. Yeah. So that was a big win for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And bro, those, those wins of changing who the fuck you think you are into who you want to be, that's what life's all about, bro. You know, the internet has this way of making people think you got to be perfect. There's no fucking perfection. Every motherfucker out there, especially the ones that talk the most shit, are the weakest, most insecure motherfuckers. They're not even on a journey of self-improvement at all. Because if you were, you'd have grace. You'd have grace. I have more grace than anybody because I've done, the mo- I've done so much fucked up shit. That's the truth. You know, and I'm not talking about like fucked up on the news shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I'm talking about for me that I feel bad about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know I've made bad decisions. I know I've done things. I know I'm a human being. I'm not up here trying to act like I'm fucking Jesus. I'm, now, yeah. I'm here trying to teach you that you don't have to feel like shit about yourself and that you can fucking change it because I fucking changed it. You know, now when I look in the mirror, dude, I'm proud of myself. When I look in the mirror and I, it's not even about being in good shape or anything. It's about fucking knowing that I have worked and overcome and become better. And bro, that is the point of our existence. And then to teach other people that they can do the same. So I don't remember what the question was, but that was the answer. No, <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Was that a good answer? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't, no, what was, was the question? Uh, uh, how do you uh, operate through chaos? Yeah. Okay. Chaos. One more thing on that. If you can figure out how to do that, you will win. Because everybody else quits during those times. Those hard fucking motherfucking times, bro. Like, bro, I'm so proud of myself right now because of how hard it's been. This last year? This last year. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, I fucking blew my shoulder up uh, bench pressing with a couple dudes from the NFL that were a lot <laughs> younger than me. All right? And you were there. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and by the way, I was doing fucking oh, just we, fine. We were fine. Yeah, I was we, just fine. We are good. Right. But I forget that I'm 43 fucking years old and all my tendons and all that shit ain't the same. Yeah. So anyway, made a big noise, didn't it? It was, it was pretty fucking DJ loud. was about 15 feet away. And he was like, <laughs> holy fuck. But anyhow, I blew it the fuck up. 
had surgery December 13th. I had, to, I could not train. Like when I lift my arm up, it would fall out of socket. Like that's how bad it was. And I kept thinking like, oh, it's going to heal. It's going to heal. Plus I didn't want to do the mask thing like we talked about. Well, anyway, bro, I was in the best shape I'd ever been in ever in my life, bro. And I've struggled with my physique, dude. Like I've struggled with being overweight up and down, up and down, up and down. And to get hurt like that at the peak of where I was at this age, bro, it was devastating because I was afraid because of my age, I might not be able to get back, but I had to make a decision. And my decision was, well, I'm going to do everything I can to minimize the fucking regression because motherfucker, this ain't going to be the end. I'm not giving up right here. And during the time, I mean, you guys saw me, I was in the gym. I'm training with one arm. I'm training in my fucking sling. Like I'm doing yeah, like old people shit, you know, mm -hmm. like just trying to keep from withering away. And I, I did with, I did wither away. Uh, I lost a ton of muscle. It was, but I think the fact that I trained during the time minimized it. Yeah. I must say, cause it, we could have been way further off. Yeah, bro. I yeah. could be, I, the truth is I would, if I would have not put in the, the three, four years of hard work on my brain, yeah. I would have been 350 fucking pounds right now. And I'd be sitting here fucking going through this fucking shit being like, fuck, I'm gonna blow my fucking brains out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. that's a big fucking storm, bro, that I had to keep it moving. If you guys remember, um, I came from surgery. I don't, for those of you, like, this isn't bullshit. I told you to go fucking home. Yeah. <laughs> well, so did Emily. Everybody got mad at me. Yeah. But I wanted to make a fucking point. There's no fucking excuses. I had my surgery that morning. I did cardio fucking straight after surgery, bro. I'm all fucking hyped up on fucking bullshit they putting in you. But you know what? We that, got it done. Yeah. And that's done. the point. Yeah. That's the point. Like that day that you and I went out and it was a foot of fucking snow and we did cardio and it was supposed to take 45 minutes, took an hour and a half. We're freezing like my fucking dick actually froze. <laughs> okay. Cause what happened was I peed while we were out there That's and there was a little pee left no in, good. In, in the fucking tube. <laughs> I ain't lying, dude. This is real shit. You remember this? Yeah, bro. And the, it was so fucking was cold fucking that I think the dude, at least it felt like. The shit in the little drop or two left in the P tube, like froze. <laughs> yeah, it, that's what it felt like, bro. It was like this. Anyway, <laughs> it was not good. But the point is, the shit was hot. Yeah, yeah, it was, but not in the way you like. <laughs> yeah, but like, dude, uh, the point is, is that you know, I I think back of that, and I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. That's why I'm, you know, like I've been telling you guys for. Uh, for the last year, like I would be better than I was on the day I was injured. I'm not going to be better than I was on the day I was injured. I've done everything I can. It, the fact is, is I, I, to get where I was, I have to be able to train at a high level. I haven't been able to train at that high enough level yet. Um, so, but like, dude, I guarantee you by the time the date of that surgery comes around in December, I will be far fucking better than I was when I got hurt. Yeah. Guaranteed. So you guys like to see me take L's. I know some of you fucking listen. That's an L. I said publicly I would be better like 20 times. I fucking ain't. Another thing is, uh, a lot of these dudes beat me in this transformation contest we just had. I'm fucking proud of them. Okay? So don't think I don't take my fucking L's, bro. Some of these motherfuckers are going to be getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, dude, that was, a, that, was, that was good for me, though, even though I couldn't train properly and I couldn't move. It kept me moving and doing what I could, which is the point of the fucking question which is, dude, when shit is fucked up, you do what the fuck you can. You get it done. Even if you got to crawl 
to get that 45 minutes done, you fucking get it done. That's what it's about, dude. Because you can look back just like I look back at that cardio session right after my Post-op, surgery. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I can fucking do anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the thing. I think most people forget, like, it's not about proving this shit to somebody else. No, it's about you know? building your ability to persevere. Yeah. yeah. So like, dude, but dude, I'm telling you, like, no bullshit. If you can develop that skill that this person asked about moving through the storms effectively, you cannot be fucked with. You cannot be fucked with. The entire fucking world can fucking come down on you, bro. And you will continue to improve. Guys, our third and final question, Andy, question number three. Uh, I'm at a turning point in my life. I'm 29 years old. I want to quit my dead-end job and go back to school and get a degree and some trade and start my business. My issue is I have a felony uh, on my record, and I'm afraid with the current cancel culture, my business won't be able to gain any traction or be successful because of the felony. What are your thoughts on the best way to navigate the situation? Bro, you know how many fucking big time fucking CEOs got fucking felonies, bro? Hmm. A shit ton of them. Hmm. If you went through the Fortune 500 list of fucking CEOs, bro, I would bet it's a high percentage to have. I I would bet at least 30% of them. That's a cop out. That's a bullshit excuse. Hmm. If you did your fucking time, you did your fucking time. And if anybody doesn't like it, they can fucking eat shit. Unless you touch kids, you belong in the wood chipper. Yes. So, <laughs> that's, that's it. Real, it's, I think society Bro, is it's a cop-out. We yeah. tell ourselves all these stories about why the fuck we can't do shit. Oh, I'm a felon. Oh, I'm fat. Oh, I come from poverty. Too or, old. Too yeah, young. I'm too old. Yeah. I'm too young. Yeah. Like, bro, we tell ourselves all these fucking stories about these things that we are. And at the end of the day, man, the real reason we're not materializing anything in life is because we aren't executing. And if... If I followed you around all day long, no matter what you think of what I just said, you could think, bro, you're full of shit. You don't know. Motherfucker, I do know because I've lived it. I've lived it. Okay? I understand what the fuck this is. If I followed you around, and you, if you hate me for what I just said, and you, let, me, let me ask you this. If I followed you around, and I could go back in time and follow you around for your last fucking thousand days. And I played the video on the internet. That excuse that you're saying right now, you would look like a fucking clown because you didn't do your shit. Okay? That's the truth that nobody wants to admit. You either are or you fucking aren't. You're either doing it or you're not doing it. And all the shit we tell ourselves, you know, all I'm stupid. I come from fucking white trash. All this shit, it's all bullshit. If you fucking do it, the results will be there eventually. It might take you a little bit longer. It took me a really long time because, guys, the truth is I'm not that fucking smart. You know, you got, like, like I played up, like, dude, yeah, it took me 23 years to get here. But, yeah, because that's I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you guys should be able to do it a lot faster than me. And the only reason that I know all this shit now that makes me sound smart is because I fucked up every motherfucking way you can fuck up. Like, all the fuck ups, bro, I did them all. And I can tell you all about them. And that's why I sound like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. So if I can fucking do it, bro. Yeah, we call that experience. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and I got a lot, okay? But like, dude, if I can do that, this is why I'm so fucking passionate about it. And this is why people take, take my passion the wrong way. The reason I'm so fucking passionate about winning for you fuckers 
is because if I can fucking do it, I know that you can do it. I know you fucking can. I know you can because I know what the fuck I am. I'm a fucking idiot, dude. I'm a fat little fucking idiot from South St. Louis, Missouri that is just willing to get his ass beat over and over and over again and, and not step in the same fucking place again. You know, like, that's it. And I keep moving, bro. And that's my only fucking secret. That's all I got. Every, dude, every fucking team I have in this building, the motherfuckers are smarter than me. Like, you guys think that the people like me have some sort of fucking superpower. They fucking don't. They're just willing to fucking move no matter what's going on. And when they fucking learn a lesson, they don't try, they, they try not to repeat the fucking mistake again, you know? And that is fucking it, bro. I am convinced. If you are willing, whatever your dream is, if you are willing to go after your dream and you are willing to not quit and you are willing to, and you have the, you have the mental capacity because you do have to have a certain level of mental capacity. But it's not like what you think. Yeah. Like you motherfuckers think you got to be Elon Musk or some shit. No. If you have the mental capacity to, to do what we're all taught when we're literally two or three years old, which is this. When you touch that hot stove and it burns your fucking finger and you don't touch it again. If you have that lesson in you and you can, you can live that lesson and you cannot quit, bro, you, you will get where the fuck you want to go. It's, I believe it inevitable I, yeah it's inevitable it's inevitable result of the pursuit mm. it's what's going to happen because along the way you're going all these little mistakes that you make when you touch because there's going to be a million stoves that you're going to touch right and they're all going to look different yeah you're gonna you're gonna not understand that that's not something you know right so, so you're gonna get burned a whole bunch of times but what happens is through the time of you getting burned because you lack the capacity mentally to not make the same mistake, what happens is you learn a whole lot about a whole fucking lot, okay? And as you progress in time because you're not quitting, your skill set is getting sharper. You're getting more dialed in. You're starting to able to see all the fucking stoves in all their forms much more quickly, right? Yeah. And that allows you to use the tools that you've created through experience to navigate things Quickly, that would take inexperienced people long periods of time. This goes back to the success ladder thing that I said. If somebody who's at 20 years wants to take you from three to 15, they can do that in a fucking day if you're cool. If you're a dick, they kick you off the fucking ladder. Push you back 15 years. That's right. Because they tell all their motherfucking friends, hey, don't ever fuck with that guy. Mm. See how that guy's doing me? He'll do you like that too. And those motherfuckers will never be fucked with. It's the truth. Yeah. It's how it works. Go listen. What was the episode? 108? 104 with me and Ed? Go listen to that episode. We had a good conversation about it. But I, I'm convinced, bro, that's all it takes. That's all it fucking takes. But people, but it's, you know, that's hard. It's hard to wake up every day and execute over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's hard to get burnt. Over and over and over and over and over and over. Bro, if I did an episode on all the ways I've been burned, <laughs> it would be a long episode, right? But I'm thankful for every single time because every single time I was able to take the burn and create the positive solution out of it and move forward with that. And that's all you can do, dude. And if, you, if, if that's how you play the game, you're going to win. You're going to win at some level. You know what I mean? Maybe you're going to win in your office. Maybe you own a company. Your company will start to win. 
But like you have to be willing to go and you have to be willing to endure and you have to train yourself to endure. And that's why we talk about the Live Hard program because that's what it teaches you. So that was um, a fucking awesome, awesome show. Was it? Yeah. I don't know, yeah. man. No, that was three. That was fucking, that was fire. All right, cool. I know, well, you, I pay you. You have to say that. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed the show. That's more important. DJ definitely likes the show. Well, if you'd like it, share it. Yeah. That's the fee, guys. Uh, since I don't run ads for these uh, unmentionable energy drinks that I have in front of me, um, you know, please share the show if you like the show. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Uh, if you really want to pay me back, go fucking win. On the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank road. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. Close.